Hello again everyone, welcome back to The Underground. So today we've got a quick administrative update surrounding the riots in Minneapolis. Thanks for sticking with us so far as we try to do the best we can to track these riots. Um, I just wanted to give a huge thank you to those who have been helping us by listening to our scanners and providing actionable intelligence that can be used to help keep people safe. That's what the goal is during these times, uh, to attempt to provide information that can be used to help people, uh, not hurt them. We at the S2 Underground are, of course, not a political organization, and we don't really have any agenda. Our goals are, and have always been, to help people. That's what we're here for. Whether that is to bring light to tyranny or to combat genuine attacks on our homeland, we hope to use our unique skill set to do good. As such, the events of the past few days have become a little disheartening. All over social media, and even within our Discord server, we see the atmospherics of individuals celebrating attacks on our military, you know, law enforcement. It seems that in many cases the scenario is purely binary. Either you support law enforcement and their atrocities, or you support the widespread looting and lawlessness that's going around. To those of you who understand that this issue is vastly more complex than that, um, and you can have more than just a yes or no opinion on things, we wanted to say that we feel the same way. Uh, the situation in Minneapolis is beyond ideological debates and even beyond all calls for justice at this point. We were extremely saddened to see people on social media, uh, live streams, carry on and talking about uh, political injustice while at the same time destroying businesses. We watched so-called journalists walking around to video people setting fires, but even when the riot started three days ago, we didn't see anyone say, hey, perhaps we can take a break for a second and put this fire out. We saw community leaders step up to microphones to voice their opinion on the injustice of George Floyd's murder, but those same people merely watched, and in many cases turned a blind eye, as their city burned. Nothing about the Minneapolis riots is good, and we are quite disappointed when we see people celebrate the destruction of police vehicles, buildings, and get excited about the possibility of a civil war. Everyone is, of course, entitled to their own opinion, and we encourage differences of opinion, as that makes us all better analysts in the end. But as far as our own opinion goes, we urge people to step back and take a look at what's going on right now from an empirical viewpoint. What would happen if you lived in Minneapolis, right in the middle of the riot area? Can you stay awake for days without rest? Can you fend off hundreds of armed attackers with your tactical plate carrier and AR? Can you even wear your plate carrier for more than a couple of hours without getting tired? Can you survive your house being set on fire from the outside with you locked in it? Do you have the knowledge and capabilities to know when it is time to egress from the area and even have the capability to egress before it's too late? Do you have a place to stay once you've left? Can you maneuver around roadblocks and communicate with your family when the power is out and cell phone traffic is affected? Do you know how to shut off a city gas main and operate a fire hose? We spend so much time making fun of FUDs with the, well, my shotgun will work mentality, but maybe we need to take a look at what it really takes to not just barely survive an incident, but thrive in an austere environment. All of these things occurred in just one part of one city in America. Now, of course, we're seeing things get out of control in many cities, and we honestly don't know how things are going to turn out. But our point is this. Perhaps it is now the time to examine what we previously thought about what an even partial societal collapse would look like. 
Yes, we like to wax poetically about what the ideals of government should be and ways to improve our system, just like anybody else. We rate the propagation of human rights as paramount, a need for humanity, and the ultimate goal that we're all trying so very hard to achieve. But good luck discussing your constitutional rights when the 300-plus crowd that surrounded your house is trying to burn it down with you inside. I know it pains many of you to hear anyone even begin to agree with law enforcement in any way. And those of you who have been around a while know that we believe that very strong law enforcement reform is needed on a national scale. We are certainly no friend of tyrants or tyrannical organizations. But when it comes right down to it, and when everything is on the line, and when a city is burning down, perhaps then is the time to examine who is the true enemy of freedom. Of course, we were not there, and therefore we only have a very small picture of what actually happened and is what is continuing to happen in Minneapolis. So we cannot armchair quarterback. But the little that we are able to see and have a good visibility on is that law enforcement were assaulted with rocks, bats, metal bars, Molotov cocktails, and even shot at all night long. If I, as a private citizen, was shot at or had a freaking Molotov cocktail thrown at me, lethal force would almost always be justified, even under the law. Yet, law enforcement did not kill anyone last night, and everything that law enforcement did was purely in self-defense or to prevent fires from spreading. We absolutely hate to make these statements and alienate some of our group here, but based on how many comments we've had to delete and how many people we've had to block, um, we think that the 200 plus people that have joined us to help track the riots perhaps may misunderstand what we believe and what our goals are. We know that not many people understand our goals here at the S2 Underground Project, and even fewer perhaps share our rather unique opinions on things. But just like we demonize those who are in a position to do good and choose not to, we have the opportunity to use our skills for good, so that's what we're going to do. Throughout history, nothing has united human beings more so than people banding together to put out the village fire. Neighbors who have feuded for generations, staunch rivals, instantly put aside differences to save their neighbor's home. We have, for the most part, not seen that yet in Minneapolis. However, we are seeing more and more people come together in the morning to pick up rubble and help people. That, well that's what gives us hope. So stay safe everyone and please take the opportunity to learn something from Minneapolis. There are dozens of lessons learned so don't look just to the riots as something that's happening on TV but take the time to examine your own preparations and plans as well. When the rioting is calmed down we will be launching a series on the riots as well as the long list of lessons learned that we have compiled so far. So stay tuned for that when it comes out. And with that, remember that there are better days coming, but in the meantime, stay safe everyone, so fight in the shade. S2 Actual Hour.